Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 44 of Psychotic and Iconic. Thank you to everybody that's tuning in. Paul's here along with my co-hosts Nick Theories, Mikey P, and Philly Phil. Big shout-out to everybody that's tuning in. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe all of our platforms. With that, going off to Mikey P, and we're starting the show tonight. Appreciate it, Paul's. Just want to remind everybody that Psychotic and Iconic Sports Podcast is brought to you by Prize Picks. Your home for daily fantasy sports. New users who sign up for prize picks today. Oh, thank you very much. Actually, you know what? Damn, I, can, that. I couldn't get an applause on my intro. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> right. that I can't hear the haters over the applause. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but real quick, guys, real quick. So new users who sign up for prize picks today using our promo code ICONIC, I-C-O-N-I-C, ICONIC, will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. All right, guys. So tonight, as always, we are live on PropsHQ.com. Be sure to subscribe to our show there to keep up with our latest PI news, episodes, and live streams. A reminder <laughs> to everyone else, though, um, you know, as just like today, we're not doing a Monday show next week due to the holidays. So next week, it will also be Tuesday, Thursday. This week, we have tonight and we have Thursday as well, okay? Stay tuned on social media. We're going to have more content there as usual. You can definitely expect our DFS lineups for Thursday night football there. Uh, tonight, though, NFL Week 16 recap. I mean, okay. the, the usual insanity. The usual, okay? That's all I'm going to say. So we're going to have an around-the-league analysis. We're going to have facts or cap tonight. And um, before we get into that, though, Man, we just heard right before the show, John Madden has passed away at 85 years old. The legend John Madden, rest in peace from P&I. Guys, I mean, I don't know about you, but John Madden, I can thank him for sure for my love of football at a young age. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. All, the, the, all the, the video games. Video games. I was just going to say, the best video game of all time. The, the I commentary, guys. Never that. I was, I was undefeated. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I used to be good. Now I suck. The best commentary, though. He was fantastic in the booth. I mean, so sad. So, so sad. He is a legend. Yeah. He was a hell of a head coach, too, for the Raiders. So, rest in peace, John Madden. Condolences to his family. Everybody in the football world is going to feel this one. All right. 
Rest in peace, John Madden. Rest man, in peace. Man. I just can't yeah, believe. Yeah, man. Rest in peace. So it's crazy. We're moving on though. We're getting right into things here. NFL Week 16 recap. No caps. Okay. I could already hear the music. Phil was ahead of me today. So, <laughs> I mean, what better place to start? We had fantasy football playoffs round two. Guys, I'm eliminated. I'm not going to talk about it. I I am the reason for this. I sat so many good players this week. I'm not getting into it. We talked about a little bit of this last week, though. So, well, I'm in the finals and I'm playing Mark. So, good luck, Mark. And you're bringing it home. Good so, luck, bringing that sucker to P and I. Is next He's Monday. got a good team. So, Nick's the last man standing at this table. That's regular. Well, I've I've been out of it since week five. So. <laughs> <laughs> my season ended uh, October 5th. Bro. Oh my god, bro! You haven't won in a long ass time. Bullshit! I won last week. It was a toilet bowl, but I still won. Oh, all right. My bad. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Sorry. I want my respect. So you don't Got have it. to do the, the last place finisher kind of thing. No, I still, you... I still have to do it. Uh, for oh, the oh. audience that doesn't know, I came in last in our 14-player league. So some point this spring, you will see me in a romper at Skeeter's Bar. I cannot fucking wait. I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can. We will be there for emotional support and a few laughs. <laughs> That's going to be a long afternoon, dude. <laughs> it's going to be a great TikTok. Yeah, it is. Content. all right guys that being said though studs and duds of the week it is that time fellas i'm gonna start with nick nick theories over here who is your stud of the week i'm sorry tom my my star of the week is t higgins with 12 catches 194 yards and two tutties with 43.4 fantasy points and PPR, it was absolutely amazing. Um, it's weird because like I never have like a 40 point performance from any of my players. That was the first time, so I didn't know how to react. But he just the, the man just went off. I mean, double coverage it didn't matter. Um, he started off the game really hot. He had like like eight points within like the first two minutes. Um, he was he was on fire all day. So t higgins is my guy that trade really worked out for you yeah i think so higgins and waddle both <laughs> went off old Derek regular <laughs> regular adam thielen as he has hasn't even returned right or did he play this who knows week? I, I don't re- recall i think he's coming back this week no, I'm no mixing he this played shit last up. week see mixing yeah. this shit up there's been so much yeah, but he, mike paul's all right stud of the week unfortunately tom i apologize love you T. Higgins. I mean, oh, you too. Yeah, dude, he dropped 40 points. I mean, he single handedly won Nick the game. I mean, his whole team went off, but I mean, to get 40 points from like a boomer bus guy in that moment is, I mean, that's awesome. You know and what? the worst part about that is, is Tom drafted T. Higgins. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're good. Um, Tom drafted him, oh. which makes that, I mean, talk about pouring salt in, in an open wound. That's Watch your damn. Team. He's calling you out. Yo, he called you Rompador. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the first time I heard it, man. <laughs> anyway, shout out Bengals, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon. I mean, the whole group just killing it, man. Yeah. That was a big win. I know it was against Josh Johnson, but it is still a huge win. That's 240 burgers on the Ravens this year. He threw for 525 um, yards. I mean, everybody knew. I Look, I lost that bet. I think that was to you, Mike. Uh, no, was that you, Nick? Oh, yeah. What? The Bengals one was you. What I lost one? a bet to each of you this week. Me was the Bengals versus the Ravens. Yeah, when I called yeah, the right. Upset. Which, right. looking at Which, it now, it wasn't an upset. I was expecting Tyler Huntley at the minimum at quarterback. I can't even yeah. remember our bet. What was our bet? 
I'll find it. I'll find it at some point today. Okay. Tom nailed T. Higgins this year, man. And then Nick, and then, yeah. and then Nick finishes off with him. Pause. Pause. So, my stud of the week, guys. I got to give some love to Northwestern whenever possible. Northwestern and Temple, you guys know this by now. I'm on brand. Justin Jackson, the only good thing about the Chargers this week. Justin Jackson had 19 total touches. That includes eight receptions. He had over 160 total yards and two tutties. 34.2 fantasy points. If you started him, you're likely moving on. I did not start him. I sat him in favor of a guy who got me there. I wasn't bold enough with that one. So it is what it is. Who, who'd you start over? <sighs> CEH, who right, left at halftime. He had nine points at halftime. Yeah, okay? all right, I got it. It would have been okay. He did they, score. they ran all over the Steelers. He, at towards the middle to the end of the year, he was all right. He's good. He started getting the ball. When they give him the ball, he's good. Yeah. He would have had a big day. Did you see what Daryl Williams did after that? Derek Gore? They ran all over the Steelers. So he's, he's a, all right. Let's, let's, know, let's not get cataract. Let's, let's not get carried away here. He's he's middle no, of the sure, pack. I just got immunized. Relax over there. Hit right? My arm. He's he's a middle Fuck. of the pack running back. So that's all he is. Am I ever going to know until he gets the ball more? Statistically, did he's I been say pretty damn did good. Did I say something different? Did you? I said he was playing pretty good. Yeah, it was. I, I think he's middle of the pack. You're entitled well, to your opinion. Well, guess what? Yeah, I know. We're never going to learn Thank because you. he's not going to get a larger sample size. He's probably missing this week. <laughs> so there's that. Justin Jackson, stud of the week for me. Now we got the duds. Dud of the week. I'm going to go Paul's here first. My dud of the week was Tyreek Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. <laughs> 14 yards on two receptions. You're a superstar, dude. That's, surprising. that's And your team, your team put up 36 points. That's surprising. Yeah, that's yes, that just goes to the point. They ran all over them. Yeah. The Steelers can be had. Yeah, they, that run they defense sure is garbage. Yeah, 14 yards on two uh two receptions is and he only had two targets, which was uh unexpected. Yeah, that's strange too. I mean he got outplayed by Byron Pringle. <laughs> I mean, do you think it could be left over from being on the COVID list briefly? Maybe. I mean some of the some of the players when they come back, it looks like it takes them a week or two to maybe gain their get their get their win back or whatever it is. But I mean, either way, that's unacceptable. Except Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> the man was balling coming off that list. Oh, yeah. He smoked the... Uh, who's an exception. Who was it? Who'd they smash? The Seahawks? Yeah, I who, think so. Yeah, whoever it was. I guess but. we'd call that a smash, but they still won. Yeah. They didn't... I mean, that game was boring as hell. But anyway, Nick Theories, dud of the week. Come on, guys. It's Matthew Stafford. I'm sorry, Tom. I know that was your fantasy quarterback, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> what, what is there that? you go. Tom yeah. agrees. He did. He, he agreed with me. He had uh, uh, 197 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions against the 31st pass defense in the league. Um, they were playing in a dome, so no weather was, you know, ha- had any effect on his on his performance. Um, I was really surprised by it. I, I, I thought Matthew Stafford would put up at least 20-something fantasy points. He only ended up with about six or seven. Um, so, for me, that was very disappointing, and that's my dud of the week. So I got my dud of the week, too. And that was a good one, by the way. All right. I'm going with a defense. Chargers defense. See the theme here? (laughs) Yeah, I looked at that. Damn, E, special guest. Louder. (laughs) For real. Okay, I'm going to be picking on them a lot today. Just letting everybody know. But the Chargers defense, 35 points against. 35 points against to the Houston Texans. 
They have one sack in this performance. They finished with negative one fantasy points, depending on the league you're in. Negative Insanity. one. And guess what? They were my lock of the week. They made me look bad. The last time I picked them, they dominated the Giants. And I started them in fantasy that week. That's great. It was a great week. Now, I know we all had them in, their pl in the playoffs last week. When we did our, or last week, yeah, last week when we mm -hmm. did that. But that just shows that they're a team not ready to take it to that next level because those are those are games. Those are not letdown games. Those are games that you must win and pummel. They could legitimately miss the playoffs now because they decided not to show up to play the Texans. And guess what else? They cost millions of people, I'm sure, their bets. 95%. Right? Wow. I mean, maybe not millions, okay? But thousands of people lost their bets, their parlays due to the Chargers. I'm People like me who decided, all right, I'm going to cut the Dolphins defense, who I've had the last couple weeks. I'm going to cut the Eagles defense, who I've had months prior, and they didn't do anything in those easy matchups, okay? And I started this fucking weak-ass unit. <laughs> and guess what? I lost. I lost by 15 because my opponent had 15 from the Eagles, who I dropped. Bad coaching. Sometimes 15. we laugh and sometimes we cry. <laughs> Fucking 15. Hey, don't knock the process, right? I say, yeah. like, look, I lost. It is what it is. The process was sound. Sure. The Chargers just didn't show up. Period. I agree. I they mean, Rex I actually just saw my brother's comment. It was funny. He was, we were sitting here, Nick, last week, and oh, Rob was asking me on Thursday, like, where should I start? I'm like, I'm starting the Chargers defense over the Eagles all day. Hell yeah, because the Eagles listen, have had God. cake matchups the last month, and they've played well, but in fantasy... It didn't earn you shit. And that's it didn't why, do anything in fantasy. He didn't listen to me, so that's why he's about to win the championship next week, and I'm going to a neighborhood bar in my wife's romper. I guess I'll be joining you there. Maybe not yeah. in a romper, but I will be there. I made some money. Look, I had a good season. That that was the league where I had six of my first seven picks on IR at one point in the season. Yeah. I lost three of my guys to season-ending season injuries, including Terrible, CMC, uh, Chris Carson, to name a couple. All right? I made it as far as I could. Savvy ownership, savvy moves all year. It it's is a, what it is. It's a great thought of the week because when Rex Burkhead has 149 rushing yards oh. and two touchdowns against you, your defense is ass. That's crazy. <laughs> right up. Hey, shout out David was, Coley. Shout was, out David Coley, guys. Yeah. yeah. Former Eagles uh, receiver coach who we love, Nick and I, right? Yeah, he's we a great loved guy. him. He was a great guy and he's mm. doing well in Houston. Yeah. With what he has. Go ahead. Every Paul. time I kept saying like the score and it was like 15 8 or 15 12, 24 15, I'm like, all right. They're gonna, it's going to take a play. They're going to be fine. And then it was like, I think they scored again. And I think it went to like 30, 32 or 29 to 12. And I'm like, oh, wow, they're done. Absolute embarrassment. I'm stunned. And I feel bad for anybody that lost money on that. Like, so you feel bad for the United States? Everybody. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. And that was the difference. So anyway, there are our studs and duds of the week. And now we're going to move on to an around-the-league analysis. We're going to talk about some key games. Uh, we're going to talk about the playoff picture update. All right? I want to first give everybody a little update on our standings in DFS. I had won two in a row. I had won Thursday and Saturday's contest. And then Nick won two in a row. So I believe Phil won a contest, too. He did. He won uh, Sunday from one to four. So And then Nick won Sunday night and Monday night. Mm -hmm. And Nick is still in the lead with 11 wins now. Way to go, dude. But we got filled again. See, this is the thing. We're trying to tell everybody. Listen to us. Phil listens to us, right? Yeah. Listen to our analysis of DFS and fantasy as a whole, and you will become a better player. Phil 
has gotten better, and Phil is a force now. No. Phil's legitimately like, good at this. Phil has gotten a lot better. He's got six wins. Like, he's actually, like, legitimately competitive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, imagine he was starting players that weren't starting at yeah. one point. Like, he had, like, backup quarterbacks in his lineup, and now he's balling. Good and, for him. Yeah, right? He's paying attention. All you got to do is listen to P&I. That's it. And credit to Phil, too. He's picking these lineups. Like, we're not sitting here saying, hey, Phil, pick these guys. But Phil's dance, learned a thing like how? Like ballet and shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do that. If you guys want to do that, go ahead. I could dance. Well, no, I was going to dance and do my dark horse dance, but he... Uh... Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll save that. We'll, we'll save that. <laughs> all right, and then game picks. So our game picks for the weekend. We all had another good week as a group. All right, hold on one sec. Week 16. So I went 11-5, and five, money line, and against the spread. And then Pauls, hold on. Everybody did well. Pauls went 12 and 4 money line, 9 and 7 against the spread. Nick, 10 and 6 and 9 and 7. The group did very well. We're on fire right We're now. We're crushing it. I got to get better at the spread. 9 and 7 just ain't going to cut it. You know what I mean? That's, miss, like, that's missing the playoffs. You're about it's not good enough. You're it's not good enough. You got to be better. I, I agree. You're losing focus. Yeah, I know. You're right. So, so Pauls. You got to work on that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> What else I got to work on, bro? <laughs> no, no, tell the audience. What else I got to work on? Why not? Well, Private conversations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If we if we went through the whole list, we'd be here a long time. So yeah. we got a show to run here. Yeah, that's right. But, sure. Pauls, you are still leading in Moneyline and spread by the same margin. Uh, we Good only shit. got a couple weeks left, but we still got playoffs, too. So, Nick, we got to keep chipping away here, all right? Absolutely. Got to keep going. Let's go. But anyway, that's your update there. And now time to go around the league, guys. I actually want to start <laughs> off with a question first, a couple of questions. Most impressive team of the week. And I'm going to go to Paul's here first. Most impressive team of the week and why? Most impressive team for me is Houston. Uh, the Chargers are a really good team. And for them to just beat them down like that with Davis Mills, I mean, that's just, to me, that's, that says a lot. David Coley. Yeah, so uh, I thought they were really impressive, like I said, to hang, you know, 35 points on the Chargers is pretty good after what they've been doing the past few weeks around the league. Unbelievable. Nick, impressive team of the week. Who you got? I was going to say the the Texans as well, but it, I was, I'm, I'm actually leaning towards the Bills. Uh, to I go into New England and uh, put up 33 on them. I wasn't shocked by that game. That's why I didn't pick them. All right, Relax. Um, but with Damian Harris getting three <laughs> touchdowns on the, on, on the ground, uh, New England was effective on the run. So, like, I felt like, they, you know, they should be able to c- uh, control the clock. But Josh Allen had, a, like, a big day uh, throwing for 314 yards, three touchdowns. Um, his running ability really uh, is a threat um, around the league. And uh, just, to, you know, just to hang 33 on the Patriots in New England in December against a Bill Belichick defense – that's impressive for me. So uh, I'll, I'm going to go with the Bills on that one. Do you guys think they're back? Who? Are the Bills back? Yeah, they're about to take off. I mean, here's the thing. It's like I went against them last week because they have been a complete roller coaster. They were my second seed entering the season. So kudos to Paul as he picked them. Nick and I went with the Pats. Yeah. I mean, 
I am not calling that my most impressive performance though, because I expect that out of them. That's what they should have been all year this year. Nah, not, I don't expect them to whoop New England's ass like that. And 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 Foxborough, no they, way. They should have been this good all year though. They had the talent, and they just haven't shown up. Well, now, look, I'm not saying they got to spank New England to do it, but I'm saying they should be showing up in games like this. They should win games like this. So, color me. Uh, I don't want to say unimpressed, but. That's that's what we expect out of them. Well, look at this. Every time we say a team's getting ready to take off, the next week they lay a fucking egg. So let's pump the brakes here. This is true. Not this team. But not this team. I hear a little feedback. I mean, look, they're nine and six. Yo, but I'm gonna that's say me. most impressive for me, since you got you guys just did that. Uh, I, I I was thinking of the Bills too, but I'm actually gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys. To put up a 50-burger in a division game at home, they've been in a slump. Yes, they've been in a slump, Dak. I know you can hear me. He said that they were in a slump. Come on. I, I got eyes, brother. He listens. That Dak Prescott right there, holy shit. That right there is an MVP if he plays like that, okay? He was electric. They couldn't be stopped. No. I mean, at one point, he only had one completion. Um, they didn't even finish out the rest of the game. They could have easily had 60-plus in this game. So, and Washington, I mean, they just manhandled them. That was a close game two weeks ago that they played. And Dallas came out there and said, no, not happening. Not at home. We're going to win this division. They went out and grabbed it, guys. And they showed up in primetime. Agreed. I, I got to put it out there. Let's get the chat popping. Who do you guys think is the most impressive team in Week 16? Let us know what you guys think. Great call, Nick. And now we got to move on to the most disappointing teams of the week. I think you guys know who I'm going to pick. So if you got someone else, you know, I'll start. I'll start, actually. Why don't I start? Tom said the Bengals. Most impressive. It is impressive, but I mean, I expected that out of them against a third-string quarterback who just joined the team a few weeks ago. Yeah, but Joe Burrow with 525 yards. Now that, that's a whole different ball game. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, that's a whole different ball game right there. Awesome, man. We'll get to Joe Burrow in a little bit. But most disappointing, hands down. And this is a sleeper team for me all year. I had them making the playoffs since the preseason. The L.A. Chargers. The L.A. Chargers. Enough said. I mean... I just can't understand. I still can't understand how you lay an egg like that. Like, that is an all-time... That might be the worst loss of the whole season among any team. That was such a horrible loss. They legitimately have a path to miss the playoffs. They're not even in right now. The Dolphins hold the seventh seed. So, the Chargers, I mean, that that's just a, a disgrace, really, for lack of a better word. And, you know, someone who also harps on Justin Herbert being great, that's not a good look for you right there. That is not a good look. That's tough. They didn't show up. That was pathetic. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. Who wants it next? Pauls. I'll go. Uh, Pauls. For me, it was the Cleveland Browns. Because <laughs> they had the opportunity to win that game. And uh, that was probably one of the worst games I've ever seen Baker play. Four interceptions. I mean, now, the the one, I guess you could argue, with the, the pass interference. But, I mean, they're running the ball in a two-minute drill. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. I was confused when that I was happening. Too. I talked to you guys about it, and I'm like, and I was sitting there too, and yeah, and you said, and you said it, and I start laughing, and I'm like, they, re- I, w- I said the same thing to myself. I'm like, do they know there's a minute and 57 seconds left? <laughs> and you're on the 40 yard line, and you're running the ball. It's so the I'm best like, offense. And I'm just Yo. looking there, and I'm like, and I'm just looking. I'm like, bro, you you have you have a chance to get into the uh, like the division and the playoffs to get back into the running, 
you're right there, 24-22, and you just – it's just – that was just a – that was a disaster. It's crazy because – the Packers were letting them back in this game. The, the Packers were manhandling them earlier on, and they let them back in. They were like, yeah. here, take this game. They literally said, you can have the game. I know. Baker that, didn't want it. And that would have been devastating for the Packers to lose that. Oh, for, my like, God. Because of what it would have shaken like, up everything. The one seed, because at that point now, you have Dallas that can potentially win it now, too. I mean, I know they still can, but it would have been a lot more likely had the Browns pulled that out. I mean, and look – not for nothing, guys, as a team, the Browns averaged 8.8 yards per carry still with this horrible quarterback play. Like, that just goes to show you, this team, they're loaded in some areas. They they still are able – I don't understand how they're able to run the football like this because despite the quarterback play. And they're the thing getting is the box too, stacked on them. The I, receivers up that. and down, you know, I mean – not a great receiving core, not bad, they're but ranked, still, that's the point. Like, they're ranked 21st. They would be so good if they had a quarterback. They're ranked 21st, their wide receiving core. And you, so you have the box stacked, and, you, and you're averaging nine yards a run. I mean, Nick Chubb on 17 carries, 7.4 yards per carry. Dearness Johnson, 14 and a half. Like, this is crazy. They're, they could be a force with a quarterback. They got everything. I agree with that. Yeah, They got 100%. everything. That's all they're missing, and yeah. this is this is he cost unbelievable. I'm curious I can't to see even what believe in the off season because he cost himself so much. He's money. not going to start so much money. He's going to be holding a clipboard. That's what I said, right? Is that no what cap. I said in the text? <laughs> I said shit. He'll be holding a clipboard next year. He's going to have a pen, a pen over his ear, headset on. I'm curious to see what happens with that, that situation. I think he's just so inconsistent. Like, like you see some throws, and you're like, all right, that's Baker, right? And then, and then, like all of a sudden, he just starts like he has a guy wide open for a first down, the, and he's overthrowing it, and he throws an interception. It's Jarvis like, Landry, yeah, in the red zone. That was the worst throw of the day by him because he legitimately was wide, oh, wide he, open. He sat down in the zone. Crazy. And the thing with with Baker, like you're saying, like when he was coming out of college, they were saying he's accurate. He's accurate. He was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in college football history. He was accurate last year, too. And now his strength is becoming one of his weaknesses. So it's like you see it, and it's just like, damn, dude. that's Mechanics. That's, yeah. Got to really work is. on the mechanics. That's, that's yeah. really the bottom line. He's baked. All right, Nick. Me too. <laughs> Nick, most disappointing team of the week. Come on, guys. It's the fucking Arizona Cardinals. I know they played the Colts. Oh, They're a good okay. team. But look, they were home. Right? It was on Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry fucking. Merry fucking. And the Colts had three offensive starting linemen out for the game. You're home. You need to win in order to keep up with the Rams in division. You cannot blow that game. You can't. You just can't blow that game. I know they only lost by six, and it was a good game, but the bottom line is they fucking lost, and they were home. You can't lose that game. You got to dominate the line of scrimmage. And especially, I mean, Jonathan Taylor was running wild on him. Uh, he had 108 yards on 27 carries and with three starting offensive linemen out. You got to dominate the line of scrimmage and dictate that game and take that game and, and, and run with it because you got to keep up with the Rams. Now you're a wild card team and you're probably going to be a wild card team because of that. So These are all they facts. Are, they gonna, are definitely my go. yeah. I mean, Sorry, my, my they're my most disappointing team by far uh, this week. So I mean, other than you know the LA Chargers, yeah, of course. I, well, but, we like the variety here, so that's good. Yeah, that's so, good. But I don't know, you know who sucks. called that though, guys? You know who called that? P and I called it. Oh yeah, we, we all the said winning. the Colts are winning. Yeah. The thing all that sucks about that is like the Cardinals went from a one seed and running away with the division to like legitimately having to go on the road for three playoff games, which they probably are. Oh, no, they are. It's realistic. We'll see. We'll see. 
I mean, they are. They're going to be a wild card team because the Rams are, are, are taking Rams the division. Are win the division. Yeah, absolutely. and now Dallas. I mean, that's who they play this week. So now Dallas is looking a little bit better, but uh, I still, I still think Arizona is going to pull that one out. I'm not confident in the Cardinals. I don't, I don't uh, know about anybody else, but I'm not. The, yeah, the luster has kind of come because, off a little I mean, bit. You, you got to understand too. I mean, they have like a lot of injuries too. Key ones. I mean, they lost JJ Watt for the year, which was he's supposed to be a spell with. Um, uh, Chandler Jones. You lose your leader. Right. And, and yeah. DeAndre Hopkins, Absolutely. they still seem a little out of sync. Exactly. They're a little out of sync. James Conner was out this game. They now seem to lack an identity. Exactly. Really. They, they, who are they? What do they do? They don't they really have, have, they don't have an identity anymore. Because they don't have, like, their running backs aren't stars. They're just good running backs. And they, they lost their star wide receiver. Yeah. A proven star. So it's like, again, he's a leader on your offense, too. So losing him, that's not like losing. Like, if you lose Christian Kirk, you can overcome that. When you lose somebody like D Hop, that's that's draining because he commands attention. Period. Yeah. Period. Double teams. Yeah. And and that's what you know that helps out with the running game. Gonna, yeah. The tight end with the seams, like it, like that matters. Yeah. It, it really it really changes like the whole right dynamic now, of the offense. If right now, their most shorthanded player is Zach Ertz. Yeah. Facts. He had a good game. We're gonna learn a lot about them the next two weeks. We're seeing a lot of. Uh, I mean, this isn't necessarily disappointing unless you're talking about the Saints. But we're seeing a lot of comments about the Dolphins' turnaround. Yeah. And we're going to talk about them shortly, guys. Don't worry, because they have been incredibly impressive. Mm-hmm. So, um, But going around the league, though, that was one of the big games. They dominated the Saints yesterday on national TV. Um, and, I mean, here, look, we'll just go around the league. So the Titans beating the 49ers with the way they started that game. None of us had the balls to, to make the official pick. I was back and forth on that one all week. Kind of reason I why, like, I started Deontay Foreman because I felt like they would be in this game the whole game, and that was like my logic. They're going to run the football. It didn't even come down to that. They, they just, I mean, they dominated the second half. Yeah. Period. I misread it totally. I never thought the Titans were going to win. Changed the whole game. Never. Like changed everything. Changed yeah, I mean, everything. It was ten nothing at half, and then the Titans uh, outscored him like twenty to seven. Twenty to seven. Yeah, twenty to seven that in the second t- half. That pick that Jimmy G threw was awful. Yeah. And Jimmy G just tore his UCL in his thumb. We're going to talk about the 49ers in a little bit, so save that. Uh, but the Titans right back in the two seed where they've pretty much they've been right in the one-two seed all year. And the division's looking pretty damn good, especially after Carson Wentz. We're not going to talk about that yet. But um, we're going to talk about the Colts in a little bit. That was an impressive win we just mentioned. The Bengals, I mean, shit, do you guys – like respect them do you think that they can make noise at this point it looks like in the playoffs the Bengals. it looks like they could be a team that you might not want to face round one. Oh, absolutely that's exactly what i think they are they're scary i mean that offense is because i think they can go in anybody's building and beat them so do i my here's the only thing with the Bengals that i that would wear them experience that's it they have every other ingredient so right now, I, not for nothing, their quarterback doesn't lack uh, confidence. Right no. now, they would be matched up with the New England Patriots round one. Bengals-Patriots round one. Holy shit. That would be a great game. That actually does seem like a good game. On paper, at least. I would lead, I See, what do you do there? I would, probably, like a, I would probably lean Bengals. Because that's a matchup that actually kind of... Because I don't think... Is tough for the Patriots New with England all the skill players. New England can't score with them. It's interesting, man. They got a hand, MJ-10 is handcuffed. Wow. I can't believe how this is shaping up. This is the craziest season ever. 
Uh, what else? What else? Let's look around. I mean, the Eagles, again, man. Yeah. They, they were looking like shit in the first half, and then they just they just said, nah, we're way superior. It's how you finish. It really is. Lane so, Johnson scoring a touchdown. That was awesome. That was fire. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was awesome. It was awesome. That was. I mean, tough, tough one right there with Miles Sanders breaking his hand. He's been on fire lately. And then Jordan Howard's got a stinger in his neck. The last time he had a stinger, he missed six games. This is, what, two years ago? So they're hopeful to get him back, but we'll not be looking nah. good. Our best keep, running back is playing Keep him bench, exactly. Yeah, keep him bench. Boston Scott, playing. Yo, every time he gets in the game, he fucking scores, <laughs> man. I know. Yo, I don't know what it is. He finds the end zone. I know. He does. He's, he produces. Yeah. Every time he plays, he fucking produces. Well, now, I think it's passion. It is passion. It's he's going to be the lead back this week. It's for the Eagles. He's going to be Scott. awesome coming out of the backfield. He don't play for Scott. He plays yeah. for the Eagles. He plays for the Bird. Exactly. He's for the name in the front. Yep. That's why I like about him. Yes. He's, he's yes. going to be the lead dog this week. <laughs> They're going to need him too, by the way. I mean, this is kind of a weird game. That's They're in Washington. Yeah, I mean, Washington coming off thing. of that loss. I think they're going to clinch this weekend because of the scenario mm-hmm. that does. Because I think they beat Washington. I think the Niners will beat Houston. And I think the Green Bay is going to beat the Vikings. And they automatic, they're automatic they're in when that happens. Yep. So I do think that that happens this weekend. I do too. Which would be awesome. It would be really cool. I agree. I'm going to save that. I mean, and then I'm going to save it. that for Thursday. You have a playoff berth, $50 million in cap space, and three first-round picks. Howie Roseman's a pile of shit, but and Mikey P we're said all right. ten and seven for the birds this year. No problem. I got laughed at a little. No, bit. No, you, you did, but you'll get you'll get shouted out for that because you picked it. Because I was saying like four or five wins because I didn't know what they were. But man, Nick Sirianni looks like he, he uh, turned a little bit of a corner. I mean, I still yeah. a little weird with they took off after he put a plant on a on on. I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about roots growing, but ever since that moment, they kind of figured it out. I don't. Maybe my boss needs to talk to me about plants and stuff like that. Maybe. Maybe that's the key. All right. Who else? Who else we got here? I mean, the Rams just taking care of business in Minnesota. Guys, are the Vikings dead now? Like, yes. Can we just yeah. put a fork in it? Yeah. yeah. They got Green Bay this week. They're done. I mean, I'm just tired of them. I can't yeah. wait for them to be eliminated. They're they, seven and eight. You never, you never know what you're getting. Mike it's, Zimmer is going to be fired, isn't he? Here's the thing, though. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because he's a good coach. Like, it just seems like Kirk Cousins just like it's just weird. Like he just, he, you got to elevate your game. You know, I, I, he didn't play bad. He actually had 315 passing yards and a touchdown. And you won't even know it. But that's the thing, though. Like it's like he just he doesn't make those game changing plays that changes the uh, the course of the game, the dynamic of the game. Total fact. There's no there's no switch that the Vikings hit. That you're like, oh, they're gonna win this game. There's, they're up and down. They're up and down. They're just very inconsistent. And they have a good running game. They got Alexander Madison, even with uh, Dalvin Cook out. Um, I mean, and their wide receivers are fucking good. They got Thielen and they got uh, Jefferson. I was just gonna say that, bro. Like that's why for me, like I, even though like I'm not a huge Kirk guy, like when I look at what he has, and I'm looking and I'm like, don't pick on. He should be winning games. He should be fighting the Packers for the division with that team. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Period. Hey, for yeah. what it's worth, for this defense also to continue giving up 30-plus points a game when Mike Zimmer's at the helm and all the defensive pieces that you got Bro, is also unacceptable. You have a top-five running back and a top-five wide receiver. No debate. No, I agree with that. I mean, look, I, are the Vikings, should they get rid of Zimmer? Probably not. I mean, I would look to replace a quarterback. Honestly, 
That's if you can get debate. a dynamic quarterback on that team, they can be scary. Who can you get though? Like who around the They're league? They're not going to really be able to get much them. better than Kirk Cousins. I get if if you guys think Russell Wilson's that guy, get Russell Wilson. That's a hey, that's actually could. a good idea. Why not? That's a, no, I like that. Shit, I would love him there. That would be interesting. <laughs> yeah. That would be interesting. Really, that would be really. I mean, because Kirk Cousins is accounting for thirty-three million right now. Russ probably goes up to forty. You can you can still manage you that. One hundred percent. See the roster that. they yeah. have right now. Yeah. Put Russell Wilson with Dalvin oh. Cook in his backfield and Justin Jefferson. Well, you're that'll able be to. the best offensive line he played with, and th they're just an okay offensive line. But that'll be the best one that he's had in his whole career. And you're yeah. able to do that right because, because Jefferson's on his rookie deal still, still. So <laughs> you had the cap space. They should, they should look into that. That's a great idea. They should look into that. Speaking of Russell Wilson, though, the Seahawks <laughs> were controlling that game the yeah. entire game, and they got foals. They got foals. They got BD end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> big, big Nick. He, he came to Shout play. out Nick Foles. I mean, every time he needs to win something, the guy wins every single time. It's weird. And we're going to talk about him in a minute, too. Mystique. Passion. Mystique. Yeah. The aura. Yeah. The moment's never too big for it, Nick Foles. It, it, he does. Because, like, when he plays, he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he, he, he makes decisions and he, and, and he doesn't hesitate. He just throws the ball. He knows where he's going to go with the ball at all times. I was watching That's that game he, closely, and I thought he looked great the entire day. Oh, yeah. Way. I think he played really well. I think he played really well. Yeah. He's like the hardest quarterback in the world to judge. Like, I have no idea how to – I don't I, – like, I don't know what to – he's a Super Bowl winner. He loses his starting job to, like, Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. He gets benched in St. Louis. He throws 27 <laughs> touchdowns and two interceptions with fucking uh, uh, Chip Kelly. Like, how do you even look back on his career? That's a good question to pose, and I'm going to table it because we're talking about him shortly. Mm. little preview. Oh, all right, cool. Uh-huh. That was I, a great, that's you. a great preview. Yeah, that's, sorry. that's a great yeah, preview. I don't, I, no, don't say sorry. That's my, a great preview, right? I mean, shit. The last thing, though, I mean, we'll end with a good team here. The Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. They're so good. I, They're back. It's just like. They're just dominant. They're they steamrolled the Steelers. Like fucking absolutely took a shit on their fucking on their on their whole team. Ben might retire today. It, it was awful. That's how bad. Yo, on some real. He he needs to. He needs because to. Because here's, he the, here's the craziest thing. He's the worst quarterback in that division. And that's that's saying something. Easily. He can't move. He can't read a defense. Yeah. He just he just doesn't have it anymore. Like he actually fell off a cliff. And it's really yeah, sad did. to see, man, because this is what some people are gonna remember, like the younger kids that didn't get to see him when we were growing up. Yeah, I mean, hey, the, the fact that they're still a 500 team right now, I mean, he might go out with a, an above 500 record. And at this point, I would say that's an accomplishment because yeah, he can't move. Team is See, I just think his problem is is mobility and the ability to get the, the fucking ball out of his hands quickly because he, he yeah, you have to. With that offensive line that he has, it's, it's horrible. So like been screaming, I I like I understand it, like <laughs> I, got, I get the it. The Steelers fans really got all me for that. I know. Go ahead, Nick. Like it's true. Like th their offensive line is really bad, but at the same time, it's like his mobility and the lack of getting the ball out quickly is is really disrupting the offense. And they're, they're fucking loading on offense. They have Deontay loaded. Johnson, Chase Claypool. They got Najee Harris, uh, James Washington. He's on a bad wide. I was receiver. gonna say James Washington's all right for a third wide receiver. Yeah, shit, Ray Ray McLeod's pretty good too, for that matter. He, he plays pretty well. Yeah, so it's like it's just it's just really confusing, and I I don't get it. Uh, At Fryermuth, it's it's time it's time he to hang it up. Flash. Yeah, he's good. It's they, time to hang it up. They got everything. Yeah, it's well, sad the Like I get, like I feel bad, but like damn, dude, yeah. I just bow out gracefully. Yeah, he had his run.
hang them up. The Chiefs are just so dominant right now. I just had to point that out. Like, oh yeah, they're they're cruising right now. Yeah, it's looking like a sure thing that they get to the Super Bowl. They're just amazing right now. Yeah, they found it. Unbelievable. So now we're moving on to facts or cap. All right, you guys ready for this? Let's roll. Everybody knows this by now. If it's facts, it's facts. It's true. It's, it's real cat, shit. It's cat. If it's cap, it's cap. <laughs> Bullshit. You know? <laughs> All right. You guys ready for this? As Dan Orlovsky said on ESPN, Joe Burrow is a top five QB in the NFL right now. Facts or cap? I'm saying cat. I won't put him top five. He's playing great. Um, maybe around that 10 mark. But to go top five, I mean, you're saying that he's the best of the best. And I'm not I, I'm not there yet. I mean, I know it was a great game, and he's had some great games in there. But to be a great quarterback, you need to do that shit consistently over a period of time. Agreed. So when, you're, when, you're, when you start talking about the top five quarterbacks in the league, the Tom Brady's, Mahomes, Josh Allen's, who had an up-and-down year, but, you know, he's been to the playoffs twice. Rodgers. Like, I mean, not for nothing. You can't even put Russell Wilson in there right now. So... I it's still just, will, but I'm I'm, I'm saying, shocked. but over Russell Wilson's body of work, yeah, I know. you would still say he's a top five quarterback. But Joe Burrow, he's just completing basically his first season because he got injured in week seven last year. Right. So I'm not ready to put him there yet, but he's he looks like he's on a course to 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 get up there if he stays healthy. Yeah, that's cap for me too. I don't think he's a top five quarterback, but I think he's top ten for sure. Um but I have a question for you guys. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I want to. I want to uh, get creative here. You don't want my answer first. Go ahead. Give your answer. I'm saying cap too. Cap. I mean, but I'm going to read you the stats real quick. Hold that. Hold that question. All right. Four thousand one hundred sixty-five passing yards, thirty TDs, fourteen picks, hundred and five QB rating, almost seventy percent completion percentage. Great stats. Body of work. Looks Here's pretty the thing. Damn good. Here's the thing. He, he threw like he threw for like a thousand yards against the Ravens, and that's for two games. But. Yeah, correct. I'm going to go. Off. He owns the Ravens. I'm going to go a little off script here. Go ahead. He lost two or three games throwing four straight interceptions. Facts. So those those are games. That you, those are things that you can't do when you're talking about a, a top five guy in the league. You know what else I was going to say too? This team has been primarily a rushing offense the entire year. Mm-hmm. So until I see otherwise, I mean, yeah, I would I would maybe say top ten. He's a stud. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh yeah, he's just he young. Is an absolute stud. He's Franchise young. QB. But, Nick, question. Go ahead. Who's the better quarterback long-term? Mm-hmm. I knew this was coming. Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Kyler because that's what Orlovsky said. Who are you taking as your franchise guy? If I'm picking somebody right now, I'm taking Justin Herbert. I'm taking Justin Herbert. I'm with you guys. No matter what, but... I want to see you guys live in the moment. That's what I'm asking. I want yeah. to say this, though. There's something that Joe Burrow has that is unteachable, and that is Heart. he's got the it factor. I don't know what it is, but Clutch, he, it's there. leadership, like the intangibles are off the chart. I agree with that. And Same for Herbert, though. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah. I, I'm not even comparing. I'm just saying Joe Burrow, like even in college, same thing. It's just like this guy, he just gets it. And, and he goes about his business... He's a hell of a quarterback. He's a hell of a thrower of the football. Like, this guy's just got it. He's got it. I, I'm a, And he's yeah. got all these weapons. If he gets a better offensive line, 
Uh, slightly better defense. This team could be a force for years. Oh, yeah. They finally... Like, and Zach Taylor seems to be like, all right, he seems to know yeah, what he's doing. Yeah, he's, he really he's does. He's the McVay tree. And it sucks because, like, when Burrow got hurt last year, he was playing well. They weren't winning games, but he was showing you that he had the right stuff. Oh, yeah. Then he got hurt, so it got put on hold. Then nobody really expected much from them this year, I don't think. And it seems like now... The last week or two where he's really starting to catch on, it makes sense because maybe his knee is finally fully healed. Because now it would be like you're going into about like 14, months. That's a great months. point, Paul. Yeah. Great and that's point. what they say they, is an ACL recovery is, 14, is 12 to 15 months. So we see so uh, that could be it. In the comments. Tom by the way, says Herbert. Yeah. And the golfer says Burrow. Wow. Yeah, if you guys want to let us know in the audience, would you rather have Herbert or Burrow? Please. Let us know. Yeah. I mean, Dan Orlovsky was making a comparison saying, like, you know, 31 other teams. I bet you that most would take Joe Burrow over Kyler. I thought you were definitely going to ask that. Mm. And now that's interesting. That gets a little bit more interesting. Who would you rather have long term? Would you rather have Joe Burrow or Kyler Murray? And I, I'm telling you right now, even I thought about this one. I know you guys think, you know, he's my... Yeah, Listen, no, I know. That's my role on this show. Yeah, but yeah. it's hard, dude. Kyle, this is Kyler's third year, and he kind of blossomed right now. So it's like it's tough because I've seen what Kyler can do, but it's like Kyler has drifted off in the second half of seasons over this past three years. Like the first year he won Rookie of the Year, they finished eight and eight. Last year they went seven and nine, but for those first five or six games, he was in the MVP talk. And then they kind of fell off a little bit, which is why you and I had the conversation. I was saying I'm not a big Cliff Kingsbury guy. Yeah. But I, mean, I think that's a big part of it, too. But yeah, I, I would I would lean Kyler, but Joe Burrow is closing the gap for me. I would lean Kyler just because he brings more to the table and they're pretty much equal as passers. Joe Burrow's got that it factor, though, that I, I'm, I'm telling you right now. He's got the stuff you can't teach. He's going yeah. to win in this league. Yeah, I, I love him as a, as a player. He's awesome. He's a really good. He's a really good football player. That's what he is. He's a football player. Who would you guys take in that question, though? That's tough, right? You have to at least think about that, and I did too. If I'm going right now, I would take Burrow simply because I, I'm not a huge running quarterback guy. I think Joe Burrow could do more from the pocket than Kyler. I'm with you on that too. I would take Burrow because I, if I put Kyler on the Bengals, are they where they are, are right now? I actually I think, so. think so. Yeah. I, I don't know. I actually do I think, think so. I think so. It's kind of like it's pretty much the same. A bunch of skill yeah, players, a weak O line. I don't think there's, um, I don't think there's a big, a big gap. But then again, no, no, no. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's a big gap, but I, I, I just like Burrow. Yeah. I, I think, Flip side, though, I think long term. If you put Burrow on the Cardinals, I don't know if they are where they are right now, simply because Kyler gets them out of trouble sometimes. Mm -hmm. The offensive line isn't, isn't upper tier. It's like 15th or 16th ranked. Yeah, so, he'd I mean, have a slightly better defense, but worse offensive situation. Yes, yeah, so I don't, I don't slightly. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a tough one. It yeah, is. That's a really good question. I mean, I went back and forth. I actually I was leaning the other way earlier this morning when I when I heard that. I was just like, eh, you know, to me maybe it's Joe Burrow already blew out his knee once. Yeah, believe that it or not, scares me to death. Believe it or not, like you think automatically because Kyler runs and stuff. All right, he's gonna get hurt more. But no, I mean, he doesn't get. Kyler hit. does a pretty good job of protecting himself. He doesn't get a la hit. Russell Wilson. Like he he just knows how to protect himself. He knows how to slide because he's he's a former baseball player. Yep. So he, he knows, knows how exactly, to slide. Exactly and he right. kinda, he's just so elusive. Right. He has enough self-awareness to know if a 350-pound lineman hits him, he's probably going to break half his body. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's facts. <laughs> facts. So. so we want some more facts or cap, though. Next question. Ready? The Miami Dolphins will finish 
as the seventh seed in the AFC and make the playoffs. Facts or cap? Cap. They play the Titans and they play the Patriots the next two weeks. Um, Nice knowing you. It's very impressive of what they're doing. I get it. They won seven straight. It's the first time in NFL history a team has lost seven straight that won seven straight. It's a great story, but they're playing two good football teams that actually need to win the next couple weeks. So I'm saying cap. Uh, I'm also going cap on that. Um, The Chargers made it a lot harder for their path now. Because the Chargers losing can only be a wild card, so that the the, the whole seventh, the five through seven seed, you have the Colts now, and with their whole thing that we're going to be talking about shortly, you know that's also uh, they're going to be now punching for that seven seed. They could be fighting around down there, so it just they need too many things to go their way in order for them to get in. New Unless England, New England's a wild card too, because I don't think I don't think they can win out. So at that point, they're not going to control their own destiny. Right. I'm going to say cap as well. I'm just looking at the teams that they're fighting with. So there's four, eight, and seven teams. You got the Dolphins, Ravens, Chargers, and the Raiders now. And I mean, realistically, they're they're gonna have to win out. Unlikely. They're at least losing one of those games. They might surprise us in one. I'm looking at the Ravens schedule though. I see Rams Steelers. Okay, probably one and one. Maybe two and oh, who knows? It depends on Lamar. I see the Chargers have the Broncos and the Raiders. That's two divisional games. Um who knows now? That's kind of interesting. I feel like they're going to show up. And you got Raiders. They got the Colts and the Chargers. So I feel like they're definitely they're definitely out of out of this thing. Um, so I still kind of lean Chargers there. I won't be shocked though if Miami does sneak in. I wouldn't either. They're just playing so well. But yeah, because they s- could they could really win this game. It's not. I'm actually more worried about the Patriots than I am the Titans right so, now. So so here's the thing, Patriots beat Jacksonville this week and yeah. and Miami beats the Titans. They're only one game behind New England. That last game That's meaningful it's in exactly. Miami. Yeah. That Major. would be fucking crazy. <laughs> so this is something we're probably gonna have to revisit next week is what it's looking yeah, like. Because yeah. it's a lot that we're gonna oh, yeah, learn. If Miami does win out, they're in. They have so to be if you beat think New about England. that, you could actually have three AFC East teams in the playoffs. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That'd but be wild. Next question though guys the San Francisco 49ers will hang on to a playoff spot even if Jimmy G misses the next two games. Facts or cap? This is tough now, isn't it? Yeah. The great um, unknown of Trey Lance. I want to say cap because I don't know what Trey Lance is, and I don't think that he's better than Jimmy G at this point. But it's like they're fighting with the Vikings. Who are definitely who are definitely losing this week, and now you have the Cardinals that are. If the Cardinals lose to the Cowboys, they're they're falling down the standings now. The Eagles look a little bit more formidable. I mean, the, well, Eagles, the Cardinals already clinched. Yeah, but yeah, they, they did. but they didn't clinch the seating yet. Okay, right. I got you. So right. that could that could throw them off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go cat. Good answer. I I want to say facts because I had the Niners winning division. <laughs> I know, I know. I I want to say facts. I'm gonna go facts. I think Trey Lance could surprise uh, some people. Who I'm not the biggest fan, but... Wait, they play Houston this week. Correct. Houston, and then they're at the yeah. Rams in the final Rams. game of the season. I'm going to say facts, because look, I want to see the Niners in the playoffs, because I think they have the ingredients to upset somebody. They 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 run the football really well. They got George Kittle. They have Debo Samuel. They got Brandon Ayuk. They have skill players. Their defense is still there. They have the talent. They could really upset somebody in week in, in, in the wild card round. So I'm, I'll go facts. 
I think they're still good. They're still a good football team. I'm going to go facts as well. Um, I do think Jimmy G's missing both of those games, by the way. And I don't know if he's going to be able to come back. That's a pretty serious injury for a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I feel it's like Trey like Lance. Open heart surgery. <laughs> the Belichick reference right there. <laughs> Disrespectful ass. I, I feel like, though, I on, feel guys. like Trey Lance the is going to be ball. ready, guys. I feel like he's now had a chance to sit back and watch after getting some action. Usually that's a good thing for these quarterbacks. And um, everything around him now is playing a lot better than when he was playing the first time around. When he showed us signs. Very inconsistent, but... He was an explosive player. I actually think this could be a good thing in terms of, you know, he's getting in for the final couple of games. They're probably going to lose one of them. So I think they're going to lose the Rams game at this point. Um, but it could be one of those things where it's like, oh, they gain momentum now because they just expanded the playbook. They could do a lot more. Um, but the reason they're getting in, though, is not because of what I just said. The reason they're getting in is I'm looking around at everybody else. I see the Saints. They got the, the Panthers and Falcons. They could win out, okay? They could. Who? The Saints. They could win out. They got Panthers, Falcons, all right? So I would be a little leery of that if I'm a 49er fan, right? And then you got the Falcons play the Bills and the Saints. They're out. I mean, I don't even... If they get in, <laughs> if they get in, that'd be a fucking miracle. That'd okay? be awesome for Pyles because would be. them to them to make the playoffs. It would be. They're still in this thing, so... Um, and then you got the Vikings, they got the Packers and the Bears. They're definitely losing one of them. So, I mean, literally, San Fran would have to lose out at this point. If they go one and one, they're getting in because they're going to get in via tiebreaker. Yeah. The real question for me is what seed are they going to be? Because I actually think at this point, if they are going one and one, like I think and like we're saying, right, the Eagles are going to pass them. There's yeah, a good so chance. I mean, also, that's another thing. If the Eagles clinch, they may not have to play their starters in the final week of the season, along with Dallas. Dallas might be playing for something more important than the Eagles. The Eagles if, clinch this week if they if everything works on their the way. The Eagles are going to clinch this week. I think so. But my thing is, is if I'm the Eagles, I'm not resting anybody because I want them to get them reps. Because, I mean, think about it. You have a chance to go play Dallas the first round of the playoffs. I would rather play too, but I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Hey, like, you know, I, I would think that the Eagles would want a better seed. And, and they're a young team, and they, they still have a lot of room to grow. So Also, too, you know. if they do clinch this week and Dallas has something to play for, I'm looking at it from that, too, because I'm like, okay, so it could actually really be Dallas playing our bench. Our bench. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And instead of the other way around, if they clinch. So that would be the only other thing. Is like I don't know where the 49ers are going to wind up, but there's a chance that the Eagles pass them. They have the tiebreaker of the Eagles because they beat them. Um yeah, I'm not a we'll I'm, see. Not, I'm not a fan of uh, sitting players. No. Uh, unless you're awarded a bye week, I'm not a fan of sitting players. No, because you got to go through the weekly reps of studying film, practicing, and routine. Routine is stay right. in that it routine. Matters. Don't it do matters. that. It 100 matters. So I'm not a big fan of that as well. And I mean, especially the risk you face is injury, but you also it. risk getting cold. And the Eagles they are, are scorching games. hot right now. You know, they played 17 games. I mean, scoring 30 points a game. And my thing is too, when you have a young team like that, like I was just saying before, reps matter. Keep their mentals right. Keep them focused on plan. Go out there. I mean, even if you run a vanilla offense, who cares? Go out there though and get your reps. You know, just don't don't do that. You're not. You're lucky to be in this position. You you've earned it if you do get there. But don't. Just lay down and think you're that good. No, nah. because you're the grit that you've been playing with, like hurts when he starts out 
doesn't do too well, and then he, you know, he picks it up like he did against the Giants. Those are building moments. Those are building blocks for somebody like Hertz, who's young, is coming off his first season. So just, I would not do that. No, in absolutely any not. form. I wouldn't either. Absolutely not. And it could also be a confidence builder going into the playoffs because yeah. if the Eagles do beat Dallas. Oh yeah. In the last game, full strength. Shit. The pressure's on Dallas. Absolutely. At that point. I think it would. I mean, I I would love to see that in the playoffs. I'm not sure how it would go, but I think the Eagles would be in the game. I would love. Definitely I would love to play I, Dallas. I think round. it's a totally different scenario. I mean, we already talked about this last week. We were talking about how the Eagles had opportunities in that first game before they got waxed. They had opportunities to get back in the game slash uh, take take advantage early on, and they let it slip. They were playing sloppy. They're f- not the same team anymore, though. And neither f- are the Cowboys. How funny would it be if they played the Cardinals, Zach Ertz? Actually, bold prediction be, right here. We, cool. I think we would beat the Cardinals. Mm. I really do. I think we would beat them because we have the cornerbacks that could shut down their wide receivers. I think that's a mismatch. I, think I would like us better against Dallas, especially oh, since you're no. already— Be yeah. careful what you wish for. Yeah, that doesn't mean I think that we would be, <laughs> we'd be okay there. Look, they're, they're the two seed right now for a reason. Dallas should win that game, and I would expect them to. I'm just saying, like, matchup-wise, I think we yeah. match up with them a little bit better, especially because— it's really tough to beat a team three times in the season, too. Totally agree. That's the other thing. Totally agree. It's hard to so, beat them twice. Yeah. Exactly right. So that's the, that's the other thing there. They know each other really well, and they seem to be a better matchup for us. But um, Jalen Hurts has got to make his progressions in the pocket. You have to, to, oh, yeah. beat, to beat Dallas, you have to do that because <laughs> their pass rush is coming at you full speed. Unquestionably. Mika Parsons, fucking uh, Demarcus Lawrence. We need Boston Scott. He, he's fucking... Guys are crazy. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Dallas's pass rush is, is for real. Oh, they get yeah, after oh, the yeah. quarterback. They'll, they're coming Major. after you. Major. So you got you to gotta be able to get the ball out quick. You got to make quick decisions, and you got to throw the football accurate. That's how that secondary works. I mean, Trevon Diggs is a stud, but don't get me wrong. The, the, pass, the pass pressure, right, the pass rush is hitting <laughs> home, and Demarcus Lawrence is looking a lot better now. Beast. So they got a one-two punch. It makes it easy on the corners. It makes it easier on the safeties. But he could be had a little bit. A little bit. Little we were bit. referencing this before with him with like yeah, the Asante right. Samuel It depends comparison. on the matchup. He can be had. I mean, he let, he let up 964 yards this year to opposing wide receivers. That's a lot. It depends on the matchup, really. I mean, he's a playmaker, too. So, I mean, there's going to be opportunities to get one past him if he's trying to ball hawk, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, next question, guys. The Indianapolis Colts will hang on to a playoff spot. Even if Carson Wentz misses the final two games. Carson Wentz is now on the COVID list. We don't know if he had a positive test. We don't know if he was a close contact. Major difference, because if he had a positive test, he's definitely missing this game, and he's likely to miss next week's That's game. That's not actually true. NFL, NFL, NFL changed, PA, yeah, are, they they're in agreement now. Unvaccinated or vaccinated, five-day quarantine. Five days. Just saying likelihood. Yeah. I know. I know. I saw the same thing. I know the yeah. same thing. But he's definitely missing this week. If he misses the next two games, they do play the Jaguars in the last in the final game of the season. So um, I think they could beat the Jags, to be honest. Uh, the Raiders, I don't know about this weekend. Um, interesting he, this weekend now. Very it looked like a, a game they, they would clinch, blow them out. And they, could cl- and they would clinch the playoffs if they did it. Uh, he got exactly what he deserved, though, because he did a selfish act for his team, and he couldn't get over, he couldn't get over himself. Yep. And he just – and. Here we go again. His only playoff appearance in Philly, granted, that was a concussion. He never started. He, he completed one pass. 
for like three yards. Common sense for the common good. The and timing is so poor, and you knew. I mean, it was going to catch up. It the, was coming. These players, look, it is what it is, however you choose, but just remember you're affecting your whole team, and you happen to be a quarterback. So, you know, major. Especially, they're, they're literally the hottest team in the NFL right now. Okay, let's talk about it. If you're, if you're his teammate and he's not vaccinated, how do you feel about that? Because he might he might miss a couple games here. Listen to this. As you are in a playoff scenario, how would you feel? If me and you were in a locker room, we're a team, right? And we're getting ready to make a playoff push, and we miss the playoffs because of that dude, he's done in that locker room. It'll end worse than it yeah. did in Philly. If they miss <laughs> yeah. the playoffs, it ends worse than it did in Philly. Hands down. It would be bad. You start it one and bad. four. You start one and four. Well, also they, they put themselves in a hole earlier in the season. It don't so matter. I'm not going to go that it far. It don't matter. You're in the running right now. The fact that he's not vaccinated, he could have and he can miss games. Yeah, exactly. This was avoidable. I, it was I mean, totally avoidable. It but is, now you're in the hunt. It is avoidable. So, I'm trying to the avoid the the COVID conversation. No, I know. I get it. I'm not saying pro or I'm not no, saying no, 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 I'm I don't give a fuck about that. I'm just saying the bottom line is he might miss. This he game killed his or team. next game, exactly. He so made if he kills his team as a teammate, how would you feel? I would, I would be fucking pissed. Yeah, he made a yeah. choice. You work all, you work all year round to, you know, to have yourself in a position to make the playoffs. Now, now your starting quarterback could possibly be out, bro. And I, I, listen, this is I'm this is why bad. everyone got on Aaron Rodgers for this shit. Everyone did the same thing when they were, for that reason. Wait, when they were one, he and could four, cost them. What did Jim Irsay say? They need people to be healthy. They need their team vaccinated, specifically Carson Wentz. It's just factual. So this doesn't happen. That's exactly what it's not even. A, it's not even about COVID at that point. It's just factual. Yeah. And he you probably, need your players to be there, especially this time of year. And granted, he probably did a line of blow before he made that statement, but who knows? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> facts or cap? Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm saying facts. They're going to hang on. They'll, they'll beat Jacksonville. I still think. They might beat the Raiders. They, like, they could, but. You're that's, a, that's a pretty yeah, big drop a off. That's a pretty big drop off. Um, that's just crazy. So uh, Sam Ellinger would be quarterback. <laughs> like they called Rivers. They should. I would too. Hall of Famer, baby. Yeah. P. Ribs. Call I him would up too. Yeah. Call him up. I would too. Yeah. So yeah. I, I mean, mean you're, just, you're disagreeing because they're yeah. playing the Raiders and the Jags. You don't think Rivers can beat them? Dude, oh, he's yeah. just coaching Pee Wee. So oh, he what? can step in right now. Oh, yeah. He Easy. can step in right now and get hit and do all that. He's yeah. going to be better than Sam Absolutely. Ellinger or whatever he the fuck well it is. He played well last year. He played well last year. Different offense. I oh, believe it's going to be the same as having Sam Ellinger. I believe in, in P-Ribs. Serviceable as fuck. Sam Ellinger. Yeah, I mean, Serviceable. I had to think about that for a second, by the way, because I remember they had uh, Jacob Eason at one yeah. point. At, I think I read of him quick. Oh, yeah, I yeah. forgot about Jacob Eason. I have his rookie. Yeah, I, have, I have a bunch of his rookie cards. <laughs> Might use him as toilet paper one day. Yeah. But, I mean, guys, like the other thing is he could have also got this vaccinated and still missed a game. But I, it's still – it's. Yeah, it's inexcusable. It's really inexcusable. Shit dumb. So everybody's saying part. facts, though. They're getting in. Facts, the culture are still getting in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, so. oh, man, it's a it's a headache in the NFL with this shit. That's anyway, a symptom. It's a fact. <laughs> oh, so last question of the night, and then we're closing out, all right? <laughs> I see you smiling, but still. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Nick Foles. Should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Facts or cap? Look, it's cap. 
It's not even a, a tweener. It's not a no. half half cap like you used to say. No, because exactly what he did to the Bears is what a backup quarterback does. Hoodwinked. winked. They come in sporadic, <laughs> and they get sometimes they get hot and do good things, and so, and but majority of the time when they start and they're game planned against, they're trash. And we've seen that, like I said, with the Rams, the and just it's it sucks because he's really hard to judge. He's like the meme with like him and Eli Manning staring at each other, pointing the Spider-Man. The Spider-Man. That's what it is with him. It's just Eli Manning won a second Super Bowl. So it's just it's just so weird. It's so hard to judge him. Before you answer, Nick, I want to ask the audience, do you guys think Nick Foles should be a starting quarterback in the NFL? No. It's do you bad. think he should have a chance? And listen, Mike, this is the audience opinion now, all right? <sighs> Nick Theories, go ahead. Facts. Oh, yes. Fucking facts. The oh, yeah. man won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. I get it. It's in the past. But if Davis Mills and Tyrod Taylor can get chances to be a starting quarterback, why the fuck can't Nick Foles? He had chances. Okay. Well, so here, I'll, I'll help with that. All right. I was leaning cap, but then. Davis Mills the, the and football... Tyrod Taylor are fucking starting quarterbacks for the Texans. You don't, you're telling me if they had Foles, he ain't starting? Bro, he lost his job to Andy Dalton and Justin Fields. He was well, the third stringer to start thought. the year. Andy you're right. Dal- you're right. I'll give you something you're to right. hold. Oh, shit. Whoa. <laughs> That's a little aggressive. <laughs> well, uh, two people are saying no, one, one saying yes. Now, listen, the football side of me is the reason why. I- Talk your shit, Bunny. <laughs> Thanks, Bunny. This will be the first time we disagree. All right? The football side of me is thinking of it this way. When he left the Eagles, he did not go to a situation where he can succeed. If you are able or you if you are willing and able to build around Nick Foles as your starter, I think you can succeed. Okay? Jacksonville was not a good fit for him, but Agreed. they paid the man. They did pay him. But when Gardner Minshew came in, Gardner Minshew was pl- had that team playing a lot better That's than Nick okay. Foles did. It was a better it's roster a suited to his skills. It's a different style. Listen, the way the Eagles the way the Eagles structured their offense around Nick Foles. What do you mean? It's a different style. Oh, it's it was a, a totally, it was a totally yeah, it's, different it's, it's style. System. What? That was so, not a good fit. If he goes, let's say, I mean, it, it depends because here's the thing: is then he you gotta should say, be the fit. You gotta say which team would he fit on. Well, the teams that he would fit on all have quarterbacks, so that's the tough part about this thing. But if it, you said to me right now, I mean, Jacksonville's not if they hired Doug Peterson, obviously they got Trevor Lawrence. But if you had said to me that Doug Peterson would have coached Jacksonville when Nick Foles joined them, I would have said, all right, this could work. This could work. The scheme was perfect. I mean, he can still play to a degree. It's just, it's more about fit. What scheme did Nick Foles succeed in? West Coast. RPOs. That was the bread and butter of the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles down the stretch. He was virtually unstoppable. It was was fucking magic. Nick, what was I saying to you this week? The Vikings have probably historically one of the best defenses that year. Okay. Crushed them. Okay. Then he went into the Super Bowl and beat Brady, uh-huh. and he put up forty something on him against uh, Brady Choke. against Belichick defense. He put up forty two points against a Belichick defense. Who benched their best cornerback? That's that's beside Nick. The point. What was I saying to you that's this weekend? Point, even? I was saying to you, I said I, I would be careful starting him against Seattle's defense because I think he could dice him up a little bit, right? RPOs. That's if he's exactly in the RPO system, I, mean, wait, I think on. he could succeed. Before this, I like Nick Foles. 
I, like I said, okay. I, I'm an Eagles fan. I like Nick Foles. I'm just saying, I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback because every time he's been given the job, he's never maintained it. I mean, he threw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions to Chip Kelly. And then what happened? The well, next look, year, the he cost Chip, Chip Kelly his job. The concern is health because he always gets hurt. His collar. Consistency, right? And a valid then, driver's license. But then, <laughs> right? There you go. But then, the other, I mean, <laughs> but then on the other side of it is... No team ever built around him. The one time they did, it was during a playoff run, and it worked. Okay? He's had a ton of success in the league otherwise, though. Again, it, it was just always constantly changing, or he got hurt. So it was just like, what could he do with, with a full season? I mean, we just don't know. Guys, a full season with a team that's willing to build around him. Guys, Cam Newton is a starting fucking quarterback for the Panthers. And look how good that's done, them. That's my point. I yeah. think... Cam Newton's trash. I would rather have Foles. I would, too. So would I. I would have rather had him, too, earlier on in the season before everyone said, all right, well, let's give Cam a shot. It's a great homecoming. No, he sucks. He has sucked for a while now. If Foles, he can win games with Nick Foles. I'm going to say something crazy right now. Go ahead. Oh, my God. If Foles was on the Browns on Christmas, oh, I love they would have won I love that it. fucking game, and that is no fucking cat. You know it, bro. You know it. Okay. You know it. All right. And Nick Foles, and, all right. And Nick, here we go. If Nick Foles is on the Buccaneers, do they beat the Saints? Maybe. They had a bad game. Move on, bro. I can't do this. I'm not sweating right now. I I'm not. I my... agree. <laughs> it's real shit. I think he's better than Baker. <laughs> it's just. I see. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, you kind of did. I think I think Foles plays bigger and and like facts polls and bigger moments. He plays better than Baker, and, and I still, think he they stole one from my book he right know, there. He so. knows it. That's why he's <laughs> bro. The dude got benched for Andy Dalton and fucking Justin Fields. Again. Andy Dalton is garbage. Again, it comes down the scheme. Bro, it's he not, should, it's if not you're the a good right quarterback, fit. you are the scheme. It depends on it, it depends. If you're there for a long time, they scheme it around you. But as, they can't do the that because every time player. he goes there, he falters. I, I this I mean, was the first the time in a Bears uniform where they they actually built an offense around him and he went and he diced up Seattle. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you take away Nick Foles' magical run in 2017. You guys don't have the same opinion. There's no fucking way. There's just I, no way. I actually, I always thought that. It all depends. It hey, just depends on fit. He was the MVP in the Pro Bowl. Offensive MVP. That's <laughs> 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 not cat. That's real. That's Bro. a good point, Bunny. Mitchell Trubisky beat him out for the Bears job because he was drafted second that's, overall. That's exactly why. Of course. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. No offense. I love you, Bunny. Yeah, she, you he know lost that. to Mitchell Trubisky, who now backs up Josh Allen. But that's how that worked out for the Bears. Yeah, that's that's due to draft. It was just never a good fit. What you don't you don't agree with that? No. You know what I want to know, guys. Okay. So that we don't carry on about this. Hold on. Hold on. Did Trey Lance beat out Jimmy G? Hold that thought. He was drafted second overall. Hold that thought. You love him. Hold on. No, 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 no. I don't love him. I like him. Trey Lance. Did Trey Lance? He was drafted second overall. You just told me that that's what happened with Mitchell Trubisky. I don't think Trey Lance was was ready to get. I, like when he came out, I don't think. And Mitchell right. Trubisky was. Uh, Different according situations. According to a lot of, according to a lot of professionals, yeah, Honestly, he was. Honestly, it of all scouts, depends. Like, so the, the Bears, the Bears wanted to play their high pick. The 49ers didn't. The when 49ers had a better roster than the Bears at that time. When Trey Lance came out, the 49ers have a Super Bowl ready said, roster. 
all the scouts said that he's a project. It's going to take him a year or two to get into Who? And, and, Trey Lance. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. It's, it's a different it's always, Listen, this, it's, it's the situation's always varied yeah. by team, fan base. There was more pressure for them to start the kid, drafting him number two overall, and that front office needed to start him. Yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't Foles start the season? And then Mitchell Trubisky came in because Foles was doing tra- was being trash? Again, Mike, it comes down to scheme. It Bro, comes down to scheme. He's been to seven teams, and you keep blaming the scheme. It, Listen, yeah. you know, <laughs> it, here's what I was getting at. And when was he successful with the Eagles? Because the Eagles had the right scheme for him. Okay, so he was one for six. Here's the thing. Great odds. I am curious. Guy, man. I, 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 I don't think we'll ever on. find this yeah, out. Move the fuck on. I don't think we'll ever find this out. But who else did he have an opportunity <laughs> to play for when he signed with Jacksonville? Were there any other teams <laughs> that made him an offer to be a starter? I would love to know that. I don't know. And I, I think weighed them just, side by side. They threw a bunch of money at him. Jacksonville was the ones who paid up. He got like $100 million, didn't what? he? Or $90 million, something like that? He got paid major. But like, that's the thing is, did he go there because he got paid? Or was that the only job out there for him? I, I refuse to believe that was the only job out there for him. He got four years, $88 million, with $45 million in guarantees in Jacksonville. Yeah, dude, he got paid. Yeah. I mean, I can't really blame him, right? I was happy for him. But I'm just saying, like, I am curious. I'm genuinely curious who else might have made him an offer to be a starter that year and we're never going to know that i don't think he's only unless 32. he writes a book he's he's only 32 right i mean look look at all all the other teams in the league like kansas city's a fit that's where somewhere he would have been able to thrive andy reed that type of offense like these these type of offenses that would work for him so the tom brady type of offense would work for him he's a product of the system he's a product that's of the what system. he is but he's good enough to but when he's in the right succeed. system, he could be really good. I agree with that. That's but he's in, he's, he, this is the thing. Is we're never going to know. So yeah. it's horrible. It's horrible. I'm not mad. Like, I'm not like mad I said, answer, I, was, I was leaning cap. Don't get me wrong. But every time like every time this comes up, I can't help it. Every time he plays, it's just like, yo, he wins. Like He looked great. Yeah, Andy looked good. It's out. funny. Whenever he comes in, in a, as a backup situation, I, I'm like, okay, he's going to win this game. Bro, he, he looked great yesterday. On the road ago. in Seattle in the snow, they're poop though. So are the Bears. With that offensive line too. Oh, the Bears are awful. I'm just saying he was just dicing them up all day. I a agree. reminder every time when the things everything's working around him, he he does his job. That's all. Yeah. There you go. That is true. I remember that. Good point, Rob. When uh, yeah. when he was in KC as a backup, come on, Alex bro. Smith went I'm your, down. I'm your brother, have my no, back. but I. I mean, I just referenced them as a team that where he would fit, but that's that's when it all started. Yeah, that's why the right. Eagles wanted to bring him back from KC, because he was playing good ball in yeah. spot duty, and he was thinking of retiring before that. So that's crazy. I actually forgot about that. Yeah, he was. Thank you for the revisionist history, Rob. He was contemplating retirement. It's, it's an amazing debate, and we did that without getting too deep into the stats too. The stats would say yeah. a whole different argument. It could go both ways. It's crazy. Yeah. But that's it for tonight, guys. I knew that would be a good one. I knew fun. I was going to be able to that get That was great to get. To, I, uh, I knew I knew that would off. be something right there. But um, before we go. Oh, no. What happened here? All right. My mouse is dead. Anyway, before we go, I just want to remind everybody. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Baker did it again. <laughs> got so mad. You laughed right away. So he can't take a joke, but he clips, can shit out. Clips yeah, galore. Clips galore. I, lo- I love you guys, man. All right. Reminder this episode of Psychotic and Iconic was brought to you by Prize Picks, your home for daily fantasy sports.
new users who sign up for prospects today using our promo code iconic that's right iconic will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred prize picks daily fantasy made easy our show is also live on propshq.com tonight be sure to go on there and subscribe to our show and you'll get news on us you'll get all of our latest shows live streams everything it's all there all of our platforms okay check it out propshq.com the props network they're our partners and we love them and we're loving everything going on right now at pni okay next show this thursday 8 p.m we got our nfl week 17 game picks all right keep an eye out though on social media we're gonna be sure to include dfs and anything else that we do we might put out another video uh we will see it's a tough schedule to dictate because of holidays and everyone get back into work we'll see how it works out but if not our lineups will be out there everything will be out there on social okay and last reminder next monday show is not on monday it's on tuesday due to the holidays so next week tuesday and thursday all right everybody good yeah did that cover everything i think so sure did all right nick theories you know what to do thank you everybody Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on PropsHQ.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, and Stitcher, and a bunch of other shit. Uh, also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and we'll see you guys Thursday night at PNI.